we are developing students for the industry, career technical education, so that they become our replacements. These young people have chosen this opportunity to get a jump start on their career. They'll have a better idea uh, about what they want to do and what they're good at by the time they leave high school. There's some great opportunities for these students that are coming out of the career and technical programs from Henrico County. Hello, hello, and welcome to another edition of Henrico CTE Now. I am Rashawn Garnett, and with me I have Mike Roberts. Mike Roberts, and today we are on the campus of Varina High School, okay? Um, it's not quite as good as Henrico High School, because, you know, <laughs> I came from Henrico High School, but... You know, Veranda's pretty all right. <laughs> Got to throw that there, out there, there man. Rivalries, man. Henrico, rivalries, like, rivalries. Is the only place to go is Henrico? <laughs> It'll be awful crowded. It's not the only place to go. Verona High School, let me be clear, is a very, very good high school. So is Holland Springs High School. Holland Springs High School is a very, very good high school. But Henrico High School? Henrico High School? Yeah. All right, I won't get into that, okay? But we are on the campus <laughs> of Verona High School here today. And we're talking to somebody very, very important and very 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 special but before we do that i gotta remind you guys to check us out on social media at henrico cte that's facebook twitter instagram also check out our website henrico cte.com to stay up to date with us mike tell them where they can find the podcast or where else they can find the podcast the our uh host for our podcast is anchor.com um but you can also find us on spotify apple google all of the major spot podcast venues <laughs> all of the major podcast venues so we have you covered everywhere you go however you listen however you like to listen we got you covered all right and now to your feature presentation to our very special guest at Verina high school miss ferris can you introduce us first and last and tell us what classes that you teach i'm miss ferris and i teach nutrition and wellness intro to culinary arts at Verina high school all right. And uh, what class are we interrupting at this moment? <laughs> I smell uh, muffins intro. burning. <laughs> intro to culinary arts. Intro to culinary arts. Yes. Okay. So just I'm just kind of curious. Just take us through like an, an average day of, let's say, intro to culinary arts, for example. Is intro to culinary arts kind of like the precursor course everyone takes before they can go further? Or, you know, just take us through an average day first and tell us kind of like what intro to culinary arts is. Yes. Well, I have... Um, there's so many different things that you can make it. Um, I, I base it off of um, my students and the area that we're in. A basic day in my class, at the beginning of the week, they have their layouts of everything that they need to do. And um, we have that week to finish it as a group. Um, a lot of team building. It's a lot of teamwork in here. And uh, we have events. We usually can carry on to three to four events a week, and that is before school, after school, during school, um, with different groups. So if there's a football game, we're feeding the entire football team, so we are prepping and cooking that day. And if there's a basketball game, same thing. So we usually are doing something for somebody on our campus and um, we tie it back to our curriculum. All right. That sounds good. And, you know, that's what CTE is all about. We say here all the time, Mike, getting that real world experience and certainly cooking for somebody and somebody else outside of yourself is certainly a good way exactly. to get some uh, actual experience. You mentioned teamwork. So talk about um, the importance of building a bond with your students and uh, how do you kind of make 
those students kind of not make, I guess, but how do you help those students get along with each other and work as a team? Because cooking, especially when you're cooking for a lot of people, is more than a team sport. It is. It's very hard. Um, at the beginning of the year, we hit the ground running. And the first thing is um, learning each other's name is a big part of it and learning each other's weaknesses and strengths. They have a really um, understanding that I keep my classroom as a family. And that's when we're going over the rules of my classroom, that is part of the rules of the classroom. We are a family. We're going to fight and argue, but we're going <laughs> to get over it because we got stuff to do. <laughs> but um, with the team building, I think this year was the first time that I actually had a class that could not be a team. Mm-hmm. And I first first time experiencing it, and I tried so many different things. Um, we did circle time. We did <laughs> other team building exercises. <laughs> All these team building exercises outside of cooking, um, in in the side of the kitchen because they were they were not able to complete a task as one group, and it was really difficult until just last week they accomplished it. It took the entire school year. <laughs> but, but they did it, right? What is it saying? Be- better late than never, but yes. never late's better. That was a quote from the hip-hop philosopher, Drake. Um, <laughs> but uh, so, you know, how do you approach a, a difficult situation uh, like that? Um, I cried. <laughs> <laughs> That's healthy. <laughs> I cried, and I was like, I don't know what's wrong with these kids. Like, it's not that difficult. <laughs> they have to work with people throughout their entire life, people that they don't know of different races, religions, and everything. And I'm trying to tell them that if you don't learn how to be a team player right now, you're going to have a hard time in college and in your next job. And um, it was really hard. Like, I had to talk to my coworkers, and I talked to, you know, a lot of different people outside to try to get different advice to see what to do because it was so many different personalities. They all had the ability to do everything in the class. Right. Their personalities clashed. Uh-huh. So it was me having to find a way to bring them together. Right. And ultimately, it didn't come together until I ended up getting hurt. Wow. Oh man, how'd you how'd you get hurt? If you don't mind me asking, um, I was breaking up a fight ah. mm. and got hurt. Oh, physically hurt. Physically yeah, physically. Oh, phys- hurt. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. And I went out for a couple months. Oh my gosh! And they had to fend for themselves because there was a substitute here, mm-hmm. but they had to do things and get things together. They still had to feed the football team. They still had to wow. feed the basketball team. They still had to do all those things, and they had to complete it. Because I was not here to do it for them. And the substitute had no idea (laughs) (laughs) how to do it. So, you know. Is that the type of thing that, you know, makes it it worth being a teacher when you, when that thing you're trying to, that goal you have with those students, being able to bring them together finally succeeds, even if it took the whole year? Yes. Yes. Um, That's a part of it. Definitely a part of it. Definitely a big part of it. Seeing them grow and have that, um, just growing and having that um, spurt of intelligence coming, like, oh my gosh, we can do this. And, as uh, one. and I, I want to talk about um, every time I come in here to film, I've visited Ms. Ferris' class multiple times uh, throughout the year, I think more so this year than any other year. Yes. Um, I, you know, and it just seems like you just have such a tight bond uh, with the kids uh, in itself, right? So, uh, how do you personally go about creating that connection between? 
teacher and student, you, you know what I mean? To where like an absence like you had was just so impactful that it, it forced them to join together. Cause you know, a lot of kids might just say, well, you know, the teacher's not here. Let's, we can goof off. We can do whatever it wants. It doesn't really mm-hmm. affect us. But with you missing, they stepped up to the plate. And I think that says a lot about how much respect they have for you. So how are you able to cultivate <laughs> that type of respect? <laughs> and, and, and hopefully your answer could be a blueprint for some other people who might need a little bit of help in that area. <laughs> well, with me, um, I'm not just a teacher Monday through Friday. I'm in my community seven days a week. I go to their games. I go to their churches. I go to any event that they have that's not related to school. Like, um, I be I'm a, I try to be a part of their life outside of what we do here and let them know that no matter where you go, what you do, I'm going to be here to help you to make sure you get through it. And I also, I mean, I come from a background that I can share my experience with them too. I was on my own at 16, so I put myself through college and I did what I had to do. So me having that experience, some of my kids that go through certain things, hey, it's time to uh, man up or woman up. We got to get it done. Right. So I'm very raw with my students and I keep it real with them. This is what we need to do. And however way we got to get there, we got to get there. And you got to be the one to do it. I can't do it for you. Right. And I think I think the kids can definitely feel, uh, you know, with it, with you know, the teachers care. man. Yeah. Well, plus it it feels more real to them because you've got, you don't just have a teacher up there, you know, just tell them, you know, this is what you're going to do. You know, you're, you can relate to them because, and you can tell them saying, this is what I had to do. Mm -hmm. You know, this is my situation. You want to talk about your situation? How about my situation? I'm right. I can talk to you on your level. Right. Yep. Right. And and that's, that's, that's a, that's a huge uh, and, and key thing. And, building that bond absolutely right uh miss ferris so um what are i think mike kind of hinted at it um but what what are and you can expand upon it of course but what are some of the more rewarding things about being a teacher like what would you say will be some of the most rewarding things about uh being a teacher about being in education i think for me um seeing my students I have taught generations <laughs> <laughs> and I can go into Verona area down in White Oak uh-huh. and I can see my past students telling me how they've graduated from college or they have been working and now they're like the manager, the regional manager of a certain store or something. And they're, they're the top dog because they've worked so hard. And I've had some that have had children and um have told me man you know the things you were telling me really were true right just them acknowledging that they remember the things that i've taught them and just seeing them and and them coming back and giving back to our community a lot of our um i try to get some of them to come back and talk to our students and be a part of things that we do here at Rorana, just so they can see that it does make a difference when you get older that what your teachers are telling you is true. <laughs> so that's a really rewarding for me to see them succeed. And even when they don't succeed, because I've had some that has not succeeded, them actually saying, I know what I could have done. You know, there, there was a different path for me. And, you know, going back, if I could go back, I, w- I would change it. Mm-hmm. Um, and re- speaking of the appearances that I've made to your class, one of those appearances 
was when you guys had Smoke Pit Grill come out here. And uh, so talk a little bit about that event, what happened, and what do you hope the kids gained from that visit from Smoke Pit Grill? Oh, it was it was just amazing. Just an amazing experience. Um, Mac gave our students here at Rorana, like he got them out here to teach them how to um, cut um, competition ribs and how to season and how to smoke them and also how to use the food truck. Like we were able to get on there and see how it operates. And it was so many people that came with them, even um, the police officer, I can't remember his name, but the police officer was very impactful for one of my boys that I've been struggling with all uh-huh. year. And he just made a whole difference in his all around attitude. And now he's like, wow. well, next year, can we do this? He's already planning for our class for next year. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sitting here like, oh gosh, I need to go take a class on this so I can figure out what in the world I'm going to do because he's super excited. So I've been practicing at home just so I can make sure I can get it done here with him because certain things didn't click with him here that that we did, but this smoke pit was like... It sparked the interest. A whole different kid. whole different kid. Like, all kind of questions and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not the one. But, but <laughs> that had to be the intent though. Like, yes. is that what you wanted? Like when you when you and Mac kind of devised this plan? I did. It, it was, it was. And just something, just a different experience. Just right. to, just to so show them that they can learn from anybody. Like you can pick up anything and any type of skill from anybody. Yeah. Like you can learn, if you just stop and look and listen. Mm-hmm. Right. You can gain so much yeah. from people, like, and and you don't know when you're going to use it, but you have it. You have it, right? If you never use it, at least you have it, right? And and I tell them all the time, you always get a notch on your belt loop. You always need something behind your name. Mm-hmm. You can't just be a name out here in this world. You got to have something behind it. Right, absolutely. And it was th- them coming out here and showing them that, you know was amazing gave me ideas for next year like (laughs) (laughs) really with like the um the truck because i didn't really hit a lot on the truck part but it sparked interest in these kids and i i think i'm going to do some great lessons next year with with um with that so i'm super excited Uh, well the the, i'm sorry mike go ahead and ask a question you you can walk on top i don't care i'm just gonna ask a a question about um i know gordon the pit master Mm -hmm. i was talking to him i got a chance to interview him and he was saying that he wanted to start some sort of like a competition amongst the high school. So just kind of comment on that for me. Yes. How do you feel about the idea? I, I, I'm, I'm on board with it. You know, he was talking about trying to find out if Lowe's or some other people would be um, interested in donating smoke smoke pits for each culinary class in Henrico County and would come out to his restaurant. And we always like even ground and then color <laughs> right. kids just go head to head. I think that'd be cool. Man. And compete. Wow. So I was like, oh, that is great. Because, you know, we used to compete with uh, Cupcake Wars. Yeah, I saw, I saw your, your trophy. Yeah. The trophies hanging out in the kitchen over there. <laughs> She's got a couple of trophies hanging out in the kitchen. So, you know, and the kids are like, well, what are we going to do? We're going to compete against something. So when he brung it up, I said, this would be great. So I'm going to hopefully work with him this summer on planning uh-huh. and getting something worked up for him, Riker County. For next year all right so that's awesome. i'm really excited about that hey i'm looking forward to it too what do you think about the the growth in the past five to ten years here in the richmond area of the the food truck industry that's been happening i mean there's no place you 
on the weekends you go everywhere there's a food truck in front of this and yeah, let's place talk about that the, place. we got the the festivals and stuff all those things starting to come oh, up yeah. around this time where there's oh, like yeah. nothing but food trucks yes, out there exactly you know and it and it's going it's outside of Richmond. You drive through West Point on a Friday evening, mm-hmm. and there's a there's at least six or eight of them over there next to the river. You know they're they're popping up everywhere, and that's great business opportunities. What what? How do you see that as a as what could it's bringing to the job market for these students that may be looking at at something like this? I think that with like all of the new um, housing development that's going on, and the kids seeing that they have an opportunity not just to work in a restaurant that they can actually be outside because some of our kids don't like to be cooped up right on the inside of a building um we are Verona. we are outside most of the time <laughs> <laughs> so i think the food truck industry has gotten really really big on our side of town because we have more families we have more people going out and we have more um we have a lot more things going on that they're hitting, you know, that's the market. That's where the money is, oh, yeah. especially with the um, black businesses. And they go out there and with our students, they realize how Mama Jay's has, is on the food truck. Yeah. Well, you know, as far as how, mm-hmm. they, how they get it out on the food truck. This is what we got to do. You got to prep some stuff and get some stuff on there and you can do it. But when they actually saw the inside of a food truck, mm-hmm. they were wild. <laughs> and they didn't realize that. You can actually make food inside of the truck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I think some of them just thought that you just had to bring it on the truck and be, <laughs> but them actually seeing the electricity and all that stuff that works with it, I think that some of them want, they want to work. They yeah. want to work. They want to have that experience, that job experience before they go into a fast food restaurant. Right. So that's the talk that I've been hearing since I've um, <laughs> had Mr. Gordon over here at Rarana. So I've been looking forward to um, talking to some people and getting them in some applications. So we've been working on that for the last two weeks. That's good. That's yeah. awesome. That, that's what we want here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We want to get these we kids out here working. We've been working on that for the last two weeks. Yep. That's good, man. That's good. And, I, and exactly. That's exactly what we want to do. And that's exactly where we, where we want to see these kids, um, kids heading. And you working with culinary and in family community, family and consumer sciences, I'm sure you uh, hear this reason for taking your class a lot. I like cooking, but is that uh, the best reasoning? Or is that like the only? I don't know what I'm trying to. Take is that question. enough? Is liking go, is that to cook, enough? Right. Is liking to cook enough? And is there a difference between a cook and a chef? <laughs> <laughs> or are chefs cooks and are cooks chef and yes. vice versa? <laughs> Anybody can be a chef. Anybody can be a cook. They, but in, in my book, I'm just I just see myself as a cook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> in my book, because that's what I've been doing. I'm for real. That's what I've been doing is cooking, so, and I've been teaching them how to cook. But if you want to do this as a as a career, you want to be a professional. Yes. It's just liking doing cooking for your family and gonna be enough because you know you you have what you see on television, and sometimes it can seem pretty rough. Mm-hmm. What you see, you know, how much is that a show business, and how much is that, that for real? real? Right? Because my wife was in the restaurant <laughs> industry for a long time, yeah, and she was never the cook; she was the waitress, and but she saw a lot of really crazy stuff. Yeah, it can get. It, it, you really have to have more to it than just liking it. Mm-hmm. You really have to have a passion behind it. You have to have some type of uh, creativity behind you. Um, that's a big thing. Because if you can't create something, then you can't really be a chef. 
Well, right. at, the, at the same time, you know, you can sit, you can create something that tastes really good, but then there's the whole um, presentation. Yeah, it's got to look good yeah. too, right? It's, it's, gotta, look good. it's so fancy, and it's like I don't even want to eat it. It's so let me take a picture of it. Yeah, <laughs> take the picture. And of it. that's why we have the Instagram pages dedicated to food because of how pretty some of these chefs or cooks yes. come up with their and, the, and, the presentations. And that's part of the the creative part. Mm-hmm. Um, with my kids and in intro to culinary, we've been working on displays. So um, the presentations of the food and the presentation of the whole entire display. Um, when I get my new class next year, Intro to Culinary Arts 1, it'll be more of the plating of the food and right. the food itself. So <laughs> um, it's going to be interesting to see how this works out. I'm super excited about it. But um, you definitely have to have a passion and some type of creative um, mind for it. Um, just liking to cook. As a teenager into my class, they love to eat. It's not about they love to cook. <laughs> they heard they could eat here. So they were they like, I got to sign up for this class. Yes. I got you. So it's, I love to eat. And then they look at me like, oh, my God, this is like a real job in here. <laughs> I had no idea this was serious. And um, so the good thing is that I usually get the kids that, already know, that know me mm-hmm. um, in my intro to culinary arts classes they've already known me and i've already probably taught their brother or their sister so they already know what to expect and my reputation just precedes me out here and they already signed they sign up because they want to go through it they really want to go through it they see us out here and they see the kids and the way the kids post us on because you know social media is huge mm-hmm. so yeah it is the, the things that we do they love showing everybody else what they're doing and what they have completed for the day so so other people are like oh my god in a, in a way the kids promote the class for you yes i really really don't have to do much of anything <laughs> the kids promote it for me and that's awesome they usually just come in and yeah. I, I i work them out and it's great because they learn they learn so much they just learn so much. On the on the reality, but still on the reality side of of what it means to be a cook, mm. is is a lot of people just look at it as like you're just cooking all day. There's a lot more to it. You want to explain on that? What is what is what is a cook's job? I well, I don't cook all day. I'm not fitting to cook all day. I can tell you that right <laughs> now. <laughs> um, the chef, the chef probably they direct everybody else mm-hmm. and tell them what to do. <laughs> so you have different stations and everyone has a certain job and then it brings it all together. So um, as far as the, there will be a recipe from the chef mm-hmm. and then they will break up into the groups to get every inch of it done a certain part and then they bring it together to serve it. So with me, I do like the big parts, like the seasoning part, and uh, telling them when to turn it over or when to move it or when to do this. Um, more of make sure this is happening, make sure this is happening, make sure that's happening. No, that's not right. we got to start all the way over. <laughs> Throw it in the trash. Throw it in the trash. <laughs> Get another one. Believe me, you don't even know how many noodles we have thrown in the trash. I, I couldn't even fix them. Noodles, like, that's, like, that's like the first thing you learn to cook, right? Spaghetti and things like Beginning that. Beginning of the year, let me tell you. <laughs> noodles? <laughs> noodles was not okay. <laughs> it was a whole, whole, oh my gosh. Noodles are very hard for teenagers. And I don't know why. I have no idea. <laughs> but um, we work through it now. We can make some really good noodles. So um, you, 
you really are directing. You really are like the head boss telling and making sure everything gets done properly. Mm. And if it's not, you tell them to do it over. <laughs> so you're like so, a coach, kitchen it's coach. It's like a kitchen coach. Kitchen coach. But yeah. there's it's even, like a kitchen coach. There's even some jobs that occur even before the actual implementation. You know, there's the planning and the creating the menus. Right. Oh, yeah. And, right. And the, and the individual items on the menu. It'll take a week. It'll take about a week and a half for them to get into the kitchen for a lab. And that's going through all of the information, what we got to do. Um, that is um, talking about... Um, if they have to um, grocery, the grocery shop, because they have mm-hmm. to be broken up. The classes only get 20 people in the class. Right. So I end up having five to six groups sometimes. And each group got to come up with their own recipe. Then they have to do the grocery list. And then they got to turn it in by a certain time. If you miss that, then you get a whole zero. Mm, so, wow. <laughs> I because I go to the grocery store, I leave my house usually at 630 in the morning almost every day. Uh-huh to get to the grocery store by seven. Wow. So, and if they miss my my time. <laughs> yeah. Then they're in trouble. That's a, it's then, a wrap. It's a wrap. <laughs> then you're going to go to the grocery store by yourself because you're <laughs> not going to do it. Right. right, right. <laughs> but then they, it has to have something behind it. It depends on what we're doing. So we do one, they do their big um, diversity display from around the world. They pick a country. And as a group, they have to learn everything about that country, religion, culture, um, what type of farms, what kind of um, crops they grow, what kind of animals that they eat, and um, the trade and stuff like that. And then they have to look at their holidays and their celebrations, and they have to come up with a um, recipe from wow. what they've learned. And it's usually four in a group. And then I get like six teachers to come down and um, taste test. Taste test. <laughs> <laughs> How do those taste tests usually turn out? I, I get good. They get really good reviews. Most of them. Um, some of them not too well. <laughs> <laughs> well, most right. Most most, is, most of them. But it takes them a really long time to get to that point. So mm-hmm. the planning part is really it's it's a lot. And so we have a lot of um, we. I teach a lot of planning beforehand especially depending on what we're doing but it all depends on like with our sports that we do right we have to plan the entire menu for that sports team and we need to make sure that it's fits it fits them right and they get enough nutrition to go forward so it they they're like oh my god I'm not a football player I don't know what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> go learn today you're gonna learn today <laughs> so and yeah. the biggest part with basketball season the basketball team wanted to make their own menu macaroni and cheese so you know we had to find stuff to go with macaroni and cheese every game <laughs> so I had mac and cheese every game is that like the official uh, stamp of Verona basketball macaroni yes. and cheese the state champs are the macaroni champs, and cheese yeah, eaters macaroni and cheese eaters okay. <laughs> so if you're listening out there hey Rico, you need to eat macaroni and cheese before every basketball game you know what but I mean but the kick the kick is is not Miss Ferris's macaroni and cheese so. oh oh Rico don't right. oh, Rico. Yeah, we gotta find a Ferris I don't think we can do yeah, that yeah Rico's not a lock on that Rico's not locked on me right now we gotta find a recipe guys yeah. quick <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. All right, Ms. Ferris, running up against the clock here. Uh, we actually 
with 27 minutes. We're actually only supposed to go at max 20 minutes, but that's oh. all right. That's all right. Oh, that's it's more fun right. when the longer it is. Yeah, right. We were I'm having a, we were having a good conversation. It's not your fault. It's me. I'm looking looking at the clock like ah, oh, we can we can stretch this. this. This won't last but five more minutes, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it lasted a little bit longer than intended. Okay, so I want to thank you for having us here in your classroom as we interrupt your intro to culinary class. I know it better be done. My kitchen better be clean when I get over. <laughs> That's what I do know. Yeah, hey, I heard that. I heard that. <laughs> um, uh, thank you guys out there for listening to us here on another uh, episode of Henrico CTE. Now, be sure to check us out on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. I don't think I mentioned that in the intro. I knew I was missing something. And YouTube. <laughs> at Henrico CTE, also HenricoCTE.com. Make sure you stay up to date with us. Mike, tell them where they can find the podcast. Uh, you can find our podcast on Anchor.com, Spotify, Apple, Google, and many, many of the other podcast venues. All right. No excuse. No excuse for missing a, uh, a episode, single episode. A single one. And even if you miss one, you can go back and listen to the old ones. So exactly. you can catch up at any time. Oh, and I've got an update on our international listeners. What's that? We have an Australian and somebody from Ireland. Wow. Australia. And we, we have, what, Italy? Yes. The other, uh, yes. Uh, I think that was like uh, prior to the Masonry episode. Oh, yeah. And national. We're international. In CTE. Uh-oh. International. I said, I forgot to wait for the part. checks to start rolling in. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. Um, for Mike Roberts, for Miss Ferris, I'm Rashawn Garner. Thank you guys so much for joining us on another edition of Henrico CTE. Now, so long, everyone.